Welcome to the weekly episode of the Freelancer Codex Podcast. Your host, Stephen, and co-hosts Mike, Devin, and JD are all set. Join us and tweet your questions at Freelancer Codex. Find us on Facebook at Freelancer Codex. Or send emails to freelancercodex at gmail.com. Strap into your javelins and let's drop in. Welcome, freelancers, to episode 69 of the Freelancer Codex podcast, the longest-running anthem podcast on the internet. I am your host, Steve, along with a very special guest and my co-host. First, we have with us, returning for the third time, the uh, most, what do you, how do you say that, the most returned guest, the guest with the most <laughs> appearances on the episode is Lady, Ansan- Lady Insanity, Ash. Ash, how are uh, you today? I'm butchering good, this whole thing. It's okay, I forgive you. (laughs) I don't. We hold ourselves to a standard here at the Freelancer Codex. We're going to have to start all over again. Um, Welcome to episode 60, (laughs) 70. Oh, we're on episode 69? Wow. You're on a very special episode. So, Devin, Devin, Mike, JD, how are you guys? You guys are here. You're co-hosts. You're on the show also. We're doing well. We are doing well. And we're all talking at once. I'm excited. And yeah, that's what we do here at the podcast. So at least talk we're talking. <laughs> so guys, um, just real quick, there's a couple things that are very important that are happening in our lives right now when it comes to Anthem. There are only 35 days until the game actually launches on the 22nd of February. We are almost less than a month to the official release of the game, which is pretty exciting. I mean, you can you can almost taste it. Some of us have played it. Some of us have gotten hands-on the game um, multiple times. They had to fly Ash all the way to the other side of the world to be able to play the game instead of to the studio that's like, I don't know, in Texas, which seems kind of weird, but whatever. Um, and then we have only 28 days until you can get your hands on the game. If you go through Origin Access Premiere on the PC, you get a week early. If you have Origin Access um, through Xbox or PC, you're able to get 10 hours early of the game. So you can get that, and that's going to be pretty exciting. That's actually going to release on the 24th, I believe, because they're going to do a worldwide release. They're not going to parse it out due to from time zone like they used to do in the olden days when you know you actually had to go get games at stores when they were released. So that's pretty exciting. <laughs> yeah, I mean... Day, we had stores. We had EV games. You had stores. I mean, Halo 2, you probably, you know, people would get the game like hours before and Devin had to wait to you know, the very last in order to get the game so he could actually play it. Technically, I have a good story about Halo 2. We, I got to play it from like 3 o'clock that afternoon before. Because I was at a land tournament. I bought it from a mom and pop shop. We had a land tournament. And the guys who owned the store had been playing for two weeks. Two weeks? I was what? so mad at them because they got their all their copies like <laughs> weeks early. But we had like T-shirts made with our gamer tags and everything. But they were cussing me out left and right because they kept losing to me, suckers. Oh, man. <laughs> That's why it's a good story because I won. So. Good story, Devin. I like it. Two weeks on me, you got nothing. <laughs> it would have been a good story if you lost, because then you got you got to play it early. You're like one of the first to do VIP access. Look at that. It wasn't even around when you were doing VIP access. Something tells me you owe Halo a little bit of money. I, I, I don't think that weird Xbox Live diamond card, man. The diamond, diamond card? I don't think we need to talk about that. The, Xbox Live yeah, went through some awesome. really weird growing um, pains while it was <laughs> getting yeah. to where it is now. It's like, hey, if you get all these achievements, you'll get money back. It'll only be like five five cents, but you'll still get that money. Anyway, what was I saying? Oh, yeah, there's a demo coming out, and that's going to come. Yeah. The open demo is only 15 Single days digits. away. 
Single digit. Oh, well, the open demo. The open sorry, demo. You're again. in double digits. Hurry and get days. to the one that's only single digits okay, away because Mike. that's exciting. Mike, <laughs> how days. how close are eight we days. to the VIP demo? July third. July third. When's opening day? <laughs> July third. Oh. July third. Sorry, that's a weird uh, inside days. joke. It is a weird inside joke. Eight days until the VIP demo. It's like right around the corner, and I've taken time off of work. I've cleared my schedule for that weekend. It's going to be awesome. I actually haven't cleared my schedule yet for the open demo or for the VIP demo because it releases on at three o'clock Mountain Time, um, which is the only time zone that really matters is the Mountain Standard Time Zone. So <laughs> Pacific Time Zone, excuse the VIP me. VIP is during the morning. It's at <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's open. It opens at eleven. Yeah, you're off. What Sorry. at eleven? Did I miss yeah. this? Uh, no, yeah, I, thought was, I actually thought it was. What did you just say, Ash? Uh, nothing. <laughs> I said absolutely nothing. I Keep going. That. I caught that. <laughs> I caught that. So when, so when does the VIP demo go live? Now, I actually thought it was 10 o'clock our time, Devin. Is it 10 o'clock our time? I, I thought if math serves me well, which it doesn't always, but it's I tried to. It's 11 o'clock central, right? So 10 right. o'clock our time. 10 o'clock our time. It'll open on the 24th. 20, 25th, I'm sorry. 25th. 25th. And that's a- 25th at 10 o'clock. And it's a Friday. Oh, okay. I see where I was getting confused. So the, the actual game releases at 3 o'clock on when, for the official release. So that's for, where I was For the official release the, in February. The early. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I got but, it. But the, demo, but the demo opens at 10 o'clock our time. So in, any special plans? Mike, you've taken the day off. You were actually given the day off. So it's not like you technically took the day off. You have Friday off anyway. <laughs> um, Ash, It'll do you have awesome. any special plans? Are you taking the day off to get into the VIP demo? You're like, whatever. I've already played this game. You're like Devin playing Halo. He's like, I already played this two weeks before you guys. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I played it. I beat it. It's old, it's old hat now. I have uh, all the things. <laughs> I mean, I don't know exactly what's in the demo. It's probably going to be... Uh, I think it's I Anthem. Played. I, really? No I think way. so. That's what I read. Yo, That's um, what I read. Breaking news. <laughs> we got it here first. You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> in the Anthem demo, there's going to be Anthem. Well, you know. We hope. Yeah. Anyways, you were saying. Yeah. Before you were <laughs> no, no, interrupted. Just... <laughs> no, I'll probably, uh, I think I'll be back by then, so I'm going to be uh, streaming probably awesome. the, as much as I can for that. Oh, back! You must Very be taking cool. another trip. Are they flying you out to like Jamaica now to like record footage? <laughs> no, no, or no. This is separate. <laughs> world tour for Anthem that they're taking you on. World tour. I mean, hey, I, hey, as hey, much as I really loved Pax? how Sweden was, God forbid that entire trip over. So. Uh, oh <laughs> no. No, no, I. I Swedes I'm not going to be upset. No, no I love not. Sweden. Yeah, I don't think they get upset. Swedes don't get upset. I don't think they get upset. <laughs> have you they seen have the Swedish no chef? strong feelings one way or the other. <laughs> I don't think they get upset. So, JD, do you have plans? Are you taking any time off to get into the VIP demo? Uh, no, unfortunately. Uh, I'm a new teacher, so I can't really take any time off. Otherwise, I might not have a job next year. So, um, that's how I'm affording Anthem is by having a job. So, kind of need that. So I, I, I'm sure it's probably harder to fire a teacher than just, oh, you didn't show up one day. I mean, I know some teachers. Mike could probably tell you <laughs> stories of teachers that he's tried to get fired before. But I mean, this is California. So. Yeah, so, but I, 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 don't, I don't have a thing called tenure yet, and that's when it becomes really hard to fire teachers after they have tenure. Because mm-hmm. the only way to get fired when you have tenure is either to hit a kid or sleep with one. 
So I was wondering, <laughs> what is your all's favorite kind of pizza? That took it to a strange place. Well, that's a good hey, question, Mike, hey, because I'd love to talk to I'm you. Doing. Nobody cares what <laughs> I'm doing. Ash, what is, your, what is your favorite kind of pizza as a sort of get-to-know-you type question? Pepperoni only. Pepperoni yeah, only. No cheese, no sauce. Oh, you've that, got that, a crust. That's understood. No, 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 Deep dish, thin crust. Deep dish, no matter what. Deep dish from where? Any particular place? Ooh, there's a place called Paxi's Pizza here in uh, in California. Um, it's mainly through San Francisco, I think. But okay. the best. <laughs> Very cool. If you're in the San Francisco area, go get a Paxi's pizza. Go get a slice of pepperoni and blame it on Ash. Devin, what about she, you? Did I just chill for them? God damn it. <laughs> we are not we are not sponsored right, by Paxi's. Right. Yeah. yeah. But if you want to sponsor Devin, what us, about we won't you? say no. Uh my favorite pizza is the Honolulu Hawaiian pizza from Domino's. So it's like, you know, regular Hawaiian pizza, but it also has for those, for those of us who might not know what that means, what does that mean? It's ham and pineapple. Pineapple. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> you know, there's some people that are like, oh, pineapple doesn't go on pizza. But, you know, I had pineapple in Italy last year on my pizza. So if they put it on pizza, then that's, you know, whatever. You didn't, you didn't have to ask them? Okay. <laughs> Was that something on the menu that they were, you were like, oh, look, I can get pineapple? Or did you have to ask the waiter, uh, can I, I get uh... some pineapple? Because, you know, all Italians <laughs> speak with their hand in the air. Apologize for anybody who's Italian who's watching our show on Mixer. And those of you who are listening, you can send your complaints to freelancercodex at gmail.com. So no, I didn't, uh, I didn't uh, ask him for pineapple. I just uh, pointed to a picture in the menu and said, I'll take that pizza. Nice. So CF nice. Bunny on, on Mixer says that Domino's isn't pizza. So they're calling you out that Domino's pizza shouldn't count because technically, you know, it's gross. So I guess to them it's gross. JD, what about delicious. you? What's your favorite pizza? Pizza of choice. Uh, chicken and onion pizza. Chicken and onion. Love chicken it. Onion. Love it. Love it. It's a, it's a good combo. Uh, doesn't matter. Uh, I, I don't care if it's red or yellow onion, but I uh, but if like I'll eat either. But if it's yellow onion, that's usually the better of the two. You so don't I like didn't know for the longest time that onions came in different colors. I thought onions were onions. <laughs> I didn't realize that there were red, green, yellow, purple. I didn't. I didn't know that <laughs> until recently, like within the last week recently. You're like 46. What? I'm, it, it's true. <laughs> it's true. I apologize, but I did not know. That's a weird I admission. did not know. I didn't know that there were that many classifications. Have you never been grocery onion. shopping? No, actually. <laughs> wow. I, break, like, I don't know. I don't do. I don't. Anyway. Anyway, onions. Anyway, ah. Steve. What about you? Favorite pizza? Uh, Hawaiian pizza, green chili, good to go, and that's all. So I guess you throw green chili on top of your Hawaiian pizza. Yep, you just throw it on top, and it's good to go. You got to have the green chili with it. It Tastes good. Then you dip it in ranch. Anyway, making me hungry. I haven't had pizza in a really long time. So, do you think there's pizza in Anthem? I mean, they've got to have like some equivalent to a baked bread with some sort of sauce. (laughs) I'd I'd imagine there would be something on top. Yeah. No. So so the equivalent would be a grab it for the chicken sausage. And then have we yeah have we seen any any fruit I, in, in, on any uh, of the trees? We have seen fruit. Okay, so there is bread. I, I think yeah. I think their Can best we... dish in Fort Tarsus is probably the grab it and go. How long have you been sitting on that one? 
How long have you been sitting on that one? <laughs> about about thirty seconds. About thirty seconds. I'm just like grab it, grab it, grab it, and go. Yeah. Let's uh let's let's tweet at Ben Ben Arvo and see if he uh he can tell us what their favorite pizza is in uh in the world of it's Anthem. A kitchen shot from Anthem. We'll ask. Yeah, yeah. He'll he'll send us an Edmonton kitchen shot. Hashtag more kitchens. Nice. Why I like it. Though? You want to know a really like random fact about rabbits? Yes. Yes. Yeah, so apparently uh, the death of one grabbit in the world means that it throws into throws the entire community into chaos. So, yeah, basically you kill one of them, their entire family is, like, devastated. Like, like cut off the head, it's two grow in. It's going to be a tough time place. for them come next week. It's like, it's like a Hydra type thing. Yeah. <laughs> no. They're, they are simple, adorable folk. You don't kill grabbit. I mean, I kill nugs in Dragon Age, and I don't give a shit. (laughs) There. Did did you just say nugs? All I know is that nugs are really cute. Grabbits look like nugs. I thought she said nuns as well. I thought she said (laughs) nuns too, and I thought, why do the nuns get such special treatment? I have nothing against nuns. Even if I went to Catholics, I have nothing against nuns. (laughs) I I also went to Catholics. I yeah, for, for our audio it. listeners, Stephen's uh, mouth is hanging open and he's going, what did I just get into? I don't she know. kills nuns? <laughs> <laughs> we don't judge here on the Freelancer Codex podcast, but when we do, we judge big time. When we do, we drop the So hammer. this is actually episode 69 of the longest running Anthem podcast. And since we are here to discuss all things Anthem, actually, first, Mike, you had a couple shout outs you wanted to give. So we're going to let you do that first before we continue I with did. all the awesome stuff we've seen. I did. So I reminded everybody last week that if you're not part of our Discord, that you probably should. Um, It's a great community, and it's growing, and it's awesome. We've had some – we have a channel in there that that helps people kind of improve themselves. We've just had some great community building, and and it's been super, super fun. And I do want to give a shout-out to some of our our recent um, followers – not followers, but members of our – of our Discord, and I and I hope I'm doing the names right because hey, there's a lot of because it's the internet. Because <laughs> it's the internet, and you never know if you're calling someone by the right name nowadays. Um, but we've got give a quick shout out to you guys are gonna have to help me with this with Maxim. I mean, is that I uh, I would say Max and go with Max. That. It's French. I mean, it's French, so it's got a yeah. French thing to it. It's Max. Not that that's bad. <laughs> he likes okay. the cheese, huh? Right. Um, wow. And then we've got Dusty. We want to send a shout out to Dusty. Um, Altered Prototype is his his gamer tag. Gamer tag is that what it is? In That's Discord? just a Discord is handle. Your, your Discord yeah, handle. Just call your handle. And we also want to say we also want to say hi to Matt Cromag ninety two. We appreciate you guys being there. Um, welcome, welcome to the Anthem community. Welcome to our part of the Anthem community. And like I said, if if you're not a part of our Discord, you're missing out on a big piece of our of our podcast because it is active all the time. You wake up in the morning and the <laughs> alarm gives out the warning and I don't think I'll ever make it on time. And by the time I grab my phone and I give it a look, there's something like 150 messages before eight o'clock and I'm going, don't you and guys then, like sleep? And then you get outside just to see the bus go by. <laughs> see the bus fly by and you know, it's all right because I'm saved by, saved by the bell. Saved by the, saved by the bell. And all so, saved so, by the bell Ash, references aside. So Ash, that was a movie. My. That was a TV show that was kind of God. out a long time ago. You may not be aware of it. You know, we're all old Zach here. Morris. Anyway, yeah, no, like, like Mike was saying about the, like Mike was saying about the Discord. So we have, we, we have a uh, channel in there. 
Sorry, the chat is making me laugh. So we have a channel in there called Freelancer Fitness where, you know, a bunch of us that, you know, we have our own health goals that we want, you know, help on or we just want to talk about. So you jump in there, you get a lot of encouragement. So it's been helping a lot of us, you know, kind of stick to our goals of, hey, you know, we're going to less sugar intake, want to exercise more, all that kind of stuff. So there's a good group of freelancers in there doing that. You got to be able to pilot your, your javelin. So... So today we're going to dive into a bunch of the stuff that happened. First of all, today we got a we got a bunch of new videos. We had this is Anthem Part One, narrated by John Warner himself, and then we got a new stream that dropped today. Ben Irving and Emily Taylor jumped on. Um, ben was in Austin. Emily was up in Edmonton, and they were connected through the magic of the internet. And they went on to explain um, what the legendary contracts really are. And if you haven't got a chance to watch the video, the stream is up on Twitch, so you can go to Anthem's Twitch page. You can watch the stream. It's only about an hour long. It takes a little bit um, for them to get up and get started and get going. But what we did get to see, Emily um, works on the questing system for Anthem. Um, So she got to jump in and kind of explain a little bit of what's going on there. And it's really nice that they're kind of branching out um, and we're getting to see more developers that have been working on the game in these streams. I always think it's really cool when we get to see the people that are actually working on these things. We've seen a lot of Mike. We've seen a lot of Ben. We've seen a lot of John. We've heard a lot of um, Mark on Twitter. But it's nice to kind of, you know, let other people that are spending, you know, so many long hours working on this stuff to get their faces out there and say, hey, this I'm working on this too. This is what we're doing. So it was really fun to see. Um, so first, first impressions that you guys had from the stream, um, Mike, what were your first impressions from our, I guess we call it the legendary quest stream. Um, so I enjoyed it thoroughly. I thought, I thought it was done very well. Um, I really liked, I really liked having the full team in there. The new, the new HUD was awesome or the, I guess, I don't want to say new. I mean, the HUD we saw was, was awesome. There's some new kind of things in there. The enemies they did, they fought, were cool. Traversing through the world, the explanations that Emily gave, her plaid colossus was very, very plaid. Was it flannel or was it plaid? So it was plaid because plaid was the pattern. It might have been lined with flannel on the inside, keeping her warm. But that much plaid could be seen from the – it could be seen from space, man. It was awesome. Flannel's comfortable. And it was cool to see – it was cool. I really, I really geeked out about Ben. And his commentary on his own kind of gameplay and kind of the things they were going through. And it was really exciting that he got excited for the loot that he got. So this is someone who's probably been playing Anthem for a very, very long time. And he got that Masterwork loot drop. And he was like, kid at Christmas wanting to show us. You know, let me skip through all these scenes. Let me skip through all this stuff at the end so that I can show you, you know, how I decode what my masterwork is. And then he got it, and he was. it seemed like he was genuinely excited about it. Oh, look at these darts. These are awesome darts. My shotgun's going to be awesome. Almost like he, he couldn't wait to equip it and get back out there. That was really exciting um, to see because, because he's been doing this for so long. He's still excited about Anthem and all the loot and getting all the stuff. And and for me, it just gives me give me gives me hope and courage for the uh, for the end game that I'm still gonna want to go back and get stuff. There's there's always gonna be something to chase. It's not gonna get stagnant. Is the uh, is the feeling that I got through the stream today. Plus that you know um, mouse and keyboard seem a little bit difficult because I think Ben died three times. I don't want to put that out there for him, but it <laughs> I don't was know if three times because ben, of mouse and keyboard. It was three times Ben. Ash, did you have a did you have a chance to watch through the whole stream today? 
No, I didn't. Uh, unfortunately, I wasn't able to. It's Sometimes yeah. it's tough. They put it around 2 o'clock our time, and it's like, oh, it's right in the middle of the day. And I actually wasn't able to watch, watch it until just recently. Um, Devin, did you have impressions from the overall stream? <clears throat> uh, so I thought it was really good. It was it was definitely not what I was expecting based upon uh, what they told us they were going to stream on. But, based on what they told us to expect. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there was weapons in this stream. <laughs> but, um, you know, no, it's cool. I mean, I think it was, they, they chose correctly, you know, with uh, everybody on the stream. You know, she, you know, Emily could go over all the information and uh, tell us a lot about it and get into the details of how things are going. I also thought it was cool, you know, during the stream, uh, you know, the game kind of bugged out and they couldn't progress. And obviously it's, uh, you know, uh, earlier build that they were playing. And uh, Ben was, uh, you know, cool customer and just, let's just keep going. All right. Switch to my face and get that going again. And they went through and it was a lot of fun. And I really liked at the very end of the, uh, you know, when they had to fight three Titans. So, spoiler alert, it's pretty Oh, awesome. they fought three titans? Yeah. It was awesome. Dude, titans are so hard. Wait, were they the They were ones? lesser. Yeah, they were the small ones. So they were still... still <laughs> they were still... I mean, they were playing... Uh, they were level 30 on hard, and so... And they were, was, they, and they they were, were doing bad. a legendary yeah. contract. And one yep. thing that one thing that Emily uh, touched on about the contracts, you, she said that they, usually there's about three different sections that you have to do. Um, to progress mm-hmm. through them, and they get progressively harder. Because the first yeah. section, they they had to collect a couple things, and they they fought down some brutes, and it looked pretty tough. Um, but when they and got Ursics to, was the Ursics. was the first yeah. thing, and then they and then they fought the Ursics, and then once they got to the Titan section, you know, like oh hey, guess what? We're gonna fight one Titan, and they started flying around, and that was all cool and all. And Ben's like, oh, there's two Titans here. So like okay let's <laughs> let's focus on one and we'll try to pull the oh there's three titans here they're trying to manage you know the three different titans and they've got a pretty long range um, ball of AOE death effect. that they can fire yeah. off so you yeah. know you, you really had to manage that so one of the things that we've been hearing a lot about um, through a lot of the game changers videos that have been coming out you know Dado touched on it a bunch everyone was saying that you know the game is really easy. That this part was just, it was super easy. There wasn't a much challenge here. But I think after watching this stream, I mean, the game isn't easy. I think if you're probably playing on normal and you're going through story missions, I'm guessing that the story missions probably aren't that hard. Especially if you're playing on normal. I think Bioware wants people, like everyone, whether you're... By design, you're, right? I think Not by hard design. by design, yeah. Whether you're a professional, you know, you're pro at playing shooters or you're really good, you know, third-person view. I think they wanted it to make... Wanted to make this story that if anyone that plays games or people that don't play games could pick it up, they could be able to complete the story without having too hard of a time. And then for everyone else that wanted to continue progressing in the game, they'd be be able to increase the difficulty, going from normal to hard to master to grandmaster and after that. So, I mean, people that have been saying that, no, it looks really easy. It's like, I don't, I don't think this game is going to be easy, especially because this was only master difficulty. There's still grandmaster one, two, and three to come. So I'm guessing there's a lot of there's a lot of challenge coming down the line. JD, did you have any impressions from the stream um, that you got to watch today? Uh, well, first of all, I was very happy to uh, see some of the stuff about mouse and keyboard. Um, 
I'm not a PC player, but I know that um, some of my friends who are interested in Anthem um, and usually play on PC were asking about how good the mouse and keyboard support is. So it was very nice to like, you know, uh, hit them up earlier and say, hey, like they did the stream today. They did this mouse and keyboard thing. That was great. Um, I mean, it's, there's not much uh, there's not much else that I can really say without uh, echoing uh, either uh, Mike or Devin on this, which is it. it it was just a lot of fun. It's great seeing uh, the enthusiasm from Ben. It was, I, I mean, the, the the whole thing is, especially with uh, especially with free play. Um, I don't I don't think that it's going to be super easy in the in the critical path, but I do think that um, especially in free play, where things aren't as strictly designed and in elder game content, content which is designed to be tougher, I. I really don't think that like the critical path is going to have a lot of things that can go wrong and kind of snowball into more difficult situations because in the stream it, it, it snowballed like they there was like oh we're just going for one titan then it's two then it's three and from that point so many other things can go can go wrong and make the situation way more difficult as opposed to like uh, narrative events in the critical path which I like are almost always going to be designed for the maximum effect for the story where it's like this, these enemies are going to appear here at this moment when the music swells to this point. Like it's, it's all so well planned out that there's not really much of a chance for it to get to that level of like chaotic difficulty that is present in free play or in something like uh, elder game content, which is probably going to be all kinds of difficult where things can really go wrong. Would, would you say JD, they're JD? going for the mass effect? Uh, 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 uh. <clears throat> Oh, well, it's really loud. You're you're you could, you're going to have to tone yeah. that down here yeah. before I uh, <laughs> blow out my ear. So, um, a couple of cool things that I that I saw during the stream. They have a new party widget that shows um, party health and the shields of everyone, which I think is super awesome. It also shows you the direction that they're at. So, this is one of the things that. Um, I've been hoping that they were going to have through all the streams. They haven't had anything like this, but now you can actually tell the direction where your party members are and you can see their health. And they were talking about the interceptor having a, uh, shoot. I don't know what ability cleanse was. Ability? The, yeah. The cleanse, the cleanse ability, ability to where you could actually, if someone's on fire, if there's a status effect, you could pop that and the interceptor would be able to cure them of that status effect because the, was I, it a proximity thing or, or was it, or was I, it just a party thing? I actually could don't you know tell? what it was. I mean, it would be I interesting if it was party wide, if you didn't have to be close to them. I mean, that would be pretty powerful if you could cleanse someone that was that far away. So I, I'm yeah. guessing it would have to be like some sort of AOE. Maybe you just run through it and you get cleansed. Because um, that's what because Ben's rally point was a was an AOE bubble type thing that he popped yeah. and you had to run through to get the the twenty percent bonus. Right. And it, everybody cleanse. Yeah. Oh, right. No. We remember. That's, we remember that, don't we? Wait, you didn't get me. You didn't get me. You want to go? I'm not, the best. Let's not talk about that. But. So other other cool things that, you know, this is the first time we've also heard about the lightning being able to just, you know, come down, hit you. There was a storm going on. It was raining, so it was cooling their jets the whole time. Um, so cool that was jets. that was really cool. So they didn't have to do the flying up and down. They were just cooled all the time. Ash, were you going to say something? Oh, no. It's like it, it's really 
awesome how they the way that they did it is that they always want to make flying natural so like the whole like oh the rain like the rain or if it's really like foggy and humid or whatnot it affects how your jetpack is going to overheat so it's just like whenever uh what's it called whenever you're doing engagements like this if you're able to have it within these like rain areas or whatnot it makes it significantly easier to battle any of these like i'm literally watching the ash titan uh, fight right now <laughs> that was from earlier in the stream but yeah like it makes it significantly easier so i always love it whenever games do like environmental content like this so it was it was a lot easier to go around i will say that instead of having to find goddamn waterfalls everywhere uh-huh. yeah and it, it did or it skim the surface though- yeah, skim the surface and of I'm, a lake or something. Oh, yeah. And I might not have been seeing it correctly, but whenever every time Ben was on fire, because he was on fire a bunch of times, because he couldn't oh, seem no. to jump over the fire rings of death. Um, it didn't seem like the he's rain never was... never going to come back on the show. No, he's not. <laughs> it's okay. So it didn't seem like the rain was like putting that fire out. And if I would figure if mm-hmm. it if it could cool your jets, it might also be able to do that. I'm sure that's something that they can tweak down the line. But it would make sense that if it's rain, if it is raining, that you know those fire effects for you and for the enemies probably wouldn't stack as much. Probably but wouldn't stack. I wouldn't think so. But again, like the lightning was super cool. I mean, that had a cool effect. Yeah. It would knock you out of the air. There was an electrocuted um, debuff. I don't know exactly what that debuff does. I think this is the first time we've seen it, unless it's just kind of been there and we ha- it hasn't been pointed out. Um, so it'd be interesting to see what that debuff does. Um, whether it's just like your cooldowns are messed up or you can't fly um, or whatever it does. But other cool things that we saw that, you know, being able to interrupt the Titan attacks is very cool. It's not mm-hmm. just, okay, run around, dodge, shoot. I mean, there is hide some, something. Yeah, there hide is, behind something. Yeah, there yeah, is there some the mitigation that you out, can do. Shoot it. Yep. And, and, and I think it also makes it so, okay, you know, you're going to have to build for, okay, for, if you know you're going to go fight some Titans, then you're probably going to have to build specifically for that if you want to get up close and do that kind of damage. Or, I mean, maybe you just get the long-range snipers and you take it out from a distance. I mean, that's possible also. Yeah. But it looked like those Titan attacks were had some very large distances on them also. So, um, And yeah. other things that I saw, I mean, those shotgun bullets that Ben had in, on his gun, that thing puts out a lot of pellets. I mean, that does some pretty high damage when you're up close with that shotgun, which looks pretty cool because I think this is the maybe the second time we've seen shotguns in action, and they look pretty powerful. So a lot of exciting stuff. And then um, the randomness of the contracts. They're not going to be the same all the time. And I think this is one of the things that they were talking about with, you know, being able to replay this stuff over and over again and not getting burnt out because they are going to be different. You are going to be fighting different enemies. You might be doing the same, a, a similar contract for the Arcanists, the Freelancers, or for, uh, shoot, who's the other one? Is it Corvus? The other agent that... No, Sentinels. You so mean Taslin? Um, I think they... Yeah, like the factions. Yeah, mm-hmm. Emily mentioned three factions. So the Sentinels, Freelancers, and the Arcanists. Unless you're Arcanist dropping... Arcanists and then Corvus as well. Oh, so they... Because she only, she only mentioned three. So there's a Corvus faction that they're that we're going to be completing stuff for also? Uh, Corvus is Taslin's thing. So if you remember... Uh, what's it called? Taslin was the one who was like, you need to save... Uh, what's his face? Oh, Matthias. Matthias. So she, their faction exists as well within the within the space. Gotcha. 
So that so it'll be exciting that you do have that variety. And she also mentioned, ah, shoot, I forget the exact wording that that she said. Um, just because I recently watched this, but she had mentioned that she had specialized in one of the with one of the factions. So I don't know if that's going to be something that we're going to have to do if you complete so many contracts with the specific faction that that your level is going to increase. So that could be pretty exciting. Um, maybe you're going to unlock certain. Um, abilities at certain perks rewards. or rewards. Deckles, you, maybe. Yeah, deckles or, you know, maybe it's even armor that you can unlock when you go through there. So pretty exciting yeah. stuff in the stream. It's, you know, very fun stream. Um, Emily got disconnected halfway through there and had to bounce out, but they were able to complete the mission. So pretty fun stuff in there. So anything else yep. about the stream today that you guys wanted to touch on before we continue on? So um, I just I wanted to just make a comment about the rewards screen. That just it looks like a really fun way to earn rewards. Um, it looked like everybody was on the screen with you. You could see everybody's medals. You could see everybody's XP. Ben went through that really fast to get to the loot. Um, but that's the one thing. I mean, and that's where it splits off. Is you didn't get to see anybody else's loot. At least it didn't. At least I don't remember that part. No, I don't think you're yeah, able to see it anyone else's. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's not your it was loot, cool. But... Yeah. Yeah, so it's cool because, I mean, you're all up there. You get to see, you get to grief each other, um, you know, how much damage you took probably, and look at all the XP you got, and look at all these medals and things that you got, rewards. But it's all kind of shared, right? It's all joint. The XP? I think so. Well, but but I guess, and Ben did go through it pretty fast. I couldn't, I didn't get a chance to see if everybody got the same medals or if they were different depending on what you did during the fights. Maybe you... Maybe you were the one that healed everybody, and so you get got like a, you know, some type of healing medal. Maybe you did the most damage, and you got that kind of medal. I'd have to go back and try to try to pull that image out and isolate it to itself. But and and he went through it really fast. And I, Ash, are you able to talk about end of mission stuff from your time in Sweden? Uh, the only, I mean. The basics, pretty much, but for most of it, because I was playing a normal, I didn't really get to, I didn't get uh, like really good loot or anything like that mm. whenever I was actually doing it. So, because um, obviously, the more difficult that you decide to play, the better loot that you get. And mm. for me, I just like ran right through. And one of the interesting things that because if that end game screen, if you all do get the same amount of experience and you all do get the same medals, it seems kind of redundant to have everyone on that screen if you're all just getting yeah. the same thing. I would I would think that, you know, okay, Devin, you did so many headshots. You killed so many scars. You know, I may have done some close quarter stuff and tanked the most damage that you would get different medals and that kind of thing would show. Um. Because otherwise, if you're all getting the same thing, it kind of seems like what's the point of having that if you're not going to show anything different? I mean, yeah. It, so I'm trying, I'm trying to remember. Yes, like I'm pretty sure medals are different, but um, XP should be relative the same for the finishing the same story. Right. So I'm so I'm actually scrubbing right now to see if I can if I can pull out. So here's oh I missed it. Don't forget behind your ears. No, no. Don't mind me. You go. You guys keep talking. Okay. Let me see if I can. Yeah. So let me see if I can pull kind this of out. kind of interesting stuff. Um, like the the end medals. It looked like they had like an enforcer medal, and during the during the mission, they kept popping up something on the side that would say, you know, you know, five hundred of two thousand um, scar killed or whatever. So I think these yeah. are probably <clears throat> the um, shoot. What are they called? I'm blanking on them. 
like the daily, weekly, and the monthly missions that Ben kind of talks about in this next video that we're going to talk about. I'm guessing those are counters for that. So you'll actually be able to track where you are um, in completing those things, which will be kind of exciting. And I think that's something they're going to talk about a little bit more. Um, but sorry, sorry, to inter- sorry to interrupt you, Steve. So, so I did find an image that, that has the medals. So, of, so on this one image, three of them have the same medal. Um, the Colossus, the Ranger, and the Interceptor all have the Soldier medal, and it's the play-style medal. And the storm ended up getting a sage medal, which is the which is which was that player's play style. So so in this case, the medals are different. There's only two different types, but I think that means I mean it can be different for everybody. Hmm. And you know, and XP is actually different also. The XP what? numbers are different; they're not identical. So I'm at I'm at timestamp fifty three forty two. What's the difference between the numbers? Um, so, so on the ones that I can see, Ben got fifty-seven twenty-four. Um, Camden got fifty-seven ninety-nine, and Talisker got fifty-five thirty-seven. Someone's not pulling their weight, I guess. But well, yeah. Yep. <clears throat> Let me see if I can get another. And and it'll be about that. And it'll be interesting probably... to see more how that works out. Yeah. I was gonna say like. One thing that really was a pain whenever you had to deal with Mass Effect, uh, Mass Effect 3 multiplayer and I guess a little bit Andromeda was the matter that um, there would be people who pop in and don't really do their weight, but because that they popped in uh, and stayed long enough, they ended up getting the XP for doing literally nothing, getting carried. So, um, for instance... <laughs> Devin <laughs> has a way to handle those guys. He gives them the boot super quick. Devin is Devin is quick on that trigger to boot those guys. But if you're playing with randoms, <laughs> that's really hard to boot some game. So, <laughs> Devin finds a way. Okay, okay so, so, sorry, once again, just because I, I found the numbers. So, one of the rewards that Ben went through really fast was the Alliance XP. And these are way different. So Ben got 33,000 XP for his alliance. Camden only got 850. Camden. Yeah, and Talisker got 762. And I can't see what Emily's is because Ben is, Ben is, uh, his image is right over, right over her XP. But that XP is different. uh, And that's the alliance XP. So what other information is on that screen? Because that's one that Ben just clicked through pretty quick. So he didn't want anyone to see it. He didn't want to see it. I'm giving away all the secrets. Stream. Yeah, so I'm probably going to get banned for life from Anthem. Eh, so. probably not. It was on the, it on the screen. It's yeah. fine. No. <laughs> it's all fair game. <laughs> right. So, so what, what I see here is the overall XP, and he went through that really fast. So, so let's see. The first one is, let's see, Ben. So this one is okay. So the playstyle medals, the expedition feats. Doesn't look like anybody got any XP for that. So they must not have completed any of those. No, wait. I take that back. They did. Let me pause it. Oh, I missed it. So that was there was some XP for expedition feats. There's some alliance XP. And then the playstyle medals. And then Ben went into opening his masterwork rewards. So so there's there's different types of XP there, so different things. The alliances, Steve, that you spoke to, that's probably the Arcanists, the Whatchacallits, and the Whozawazis. No, I think so the Alliances, Mike, are going to be the their guild system. Stuff. So, Oh, you think so? Yeah. So, with the... 
Is that what? IGN video. Oh, is that what it said? Yeah, so the IGN video had an alliance tab, and it kind of showed that... It, it alluded to that if you have a group of people that you play with a bunch, depending on how much they play or how much you play, you're going to get like a pool of items or coins probably is what I'm guessing. It's like the right. Destiny Guild system. Like if you complete a Nightfall, then the people, you know, get a little bonus. Or if they complete a raid, and if you're in that same guild, you get a kind of a kickback just for them. Um playing the game i'm guessing it's going to be similar to that i don't know if that's 100 percent um what it's going to be hey rusted's in the in the mixer hey rusted how's it going so those things are going to be we're going to learn more about them so as as we jump over to the um this anthem part one video that john put out today he even talks about a bunch of the stuff that we're kind of covering um they talk about progression. They talk about customization. We got to see a lot of cool things in the video that that we haven't that we hadn't seen before. A lot of new personalization. We got to see the interceptor with a bunch of new bit packs. Not bit packs. I keep calling them bit packs. What are they called? <laughs> armor packs. With a bunch armor, of new armor packs, armor packs. A lot of new um, coloring on them. Um, just some some cool stuff that we haven't seen before. Rangers. So the. The Ranger had, you know, different helmets on. We got to see a, a lot of really cool stuff. Um, one of the, we also, we actually saw for the first time a Ranger that was actually colored like the Iron Man suit um, pretty early in that video that it's like, nope, that's Iron Man right there. <laughs> so I thought, I thought that was really cool. Um, and then one thing that I saw during this video, and we'll set, we'll put a link of it into the, into our show notes. Um, but I mean, this is, this video has gotten tons of views on YouTube already. It's probably, it's one of the most popular Anthem videos that they've put out. I think John does a great job just breaking down what the game is. And I'm glad that there's going to be more parts to this series. Um, the next one, they, they said they're going to talk about end game stuff, which is going to be super exciting. Um, cause I think that's something that's still on a lot of people's minds. What are we going to do after all of this? But one thing, real quick, from a lore perspective-wise, there is a video that shows a settlement. And we've talked before on the show about Fort Tarsus has the little birdcage thing on top of it, the metal structure that goes up into, like, a tower. This, um, there's an image that actually shows that portion of this settlement being struck by lightning. And there's, like, a giant beam of energy coming out of it. And then we talked about it before. We were kind of speculating, what is it for? Is it some sort of conduit for the Anthem of Creation? I think Mike specific, uh, our Mike actually, you know, to quote Mike, he said, no, it's nothing. It just looks good. Um, so you're wrong, Mike. Whoa, whoa, so, whoa, 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 <laughs> whoa. I'm go. just saying, I'm just saying whoa. I was right again about something that you were wrong about. Um, Whoa! I mean, this looks like this looks like Minus Morgul being lit up while Frodo and <laughs> Sam are on Minus top Morgul. of the. It does. It looks really cool. This place is on fire. We've seen this place before during the video game awards um, trailer that they put out. Don't know if this is Fort Tarsus or not. The walls on this thing look red. They don't look like they're white, like we've seen the fort. So this could be, you know, back in the pa- plus. This thing is all on fire. It could be um, forward in time. It could be back in time. Yeah, this is could another be the fortress set- of dawn. This could be a settlement this is where Dominion's fortress and bear mentioning and blew it up. Could yeah, be, and it, it could very well be. I mean, there's a lot of things that could happen, but I mean, obviously the you know those things are there for a reason. Whether it's to channel the anthem of creation to power everything that they have in these settlements, but it I'm pretty excited to find out what this is, what it's going to be. We actually got the first shot of it. Looks like the monitor has a henchman. 
and he's bald. Why are all the like? It seems or is like, the monitor? Or, or is the monitor the henchman? Um, and I guess. Bald dude oh. is the, I guess. It, I guess right? that's possible. It doesn't. You know, I don't it's think like, the monitor like is the head of the Dominion. Well, to yeah, like uh, to use some uh, TV trope names, like the uh, what we know as monitor could be the dragon. You know, like he's not the big bad; he's just the dragon protecting the big bad. Mm. He's Emperor Zerg. <laughs> Maybe that's where that's the meme going around anyway. So I mean, there's a lot of cool things in this video. I I suggest everyone go through, watch it, watch it four or five, six times. Was there anything that popped? Watch that, it a lot. Yeah, anything that came out to you guys that's like, hey, this is really cool. I haven't seen this before. I want to know more about this. Just real quick, can you show? Do you have a timestamp for that? Um, the lightning hitting that building, real quick, so I know which one you're talking about. I do have a timestamp, not off the top of my so I get, head. Uh, one twenty-one. Thank you. Like that, one twenty-nine-ish, right around there, maybe. One twenty-nine. Yeah, I'm trying to pull up. Oh, one twenty-nine. I know what I. It is. It is in our show notes. If. Oh, okay. I can't talk. It happens. <laughs> uh, one one of the things I did like when they one twenty four uh, ash in the video. Thank you. Um, was when the ranger was doing his ultimate. I really like how it focuses, it, like you know, on on the shape there of the ultimate while it's looking around and everything gets all and blurs you know, out, blurs out and out of focus, so you can just see what you're looking at because. There's a lot of stuff that's going to shoot out, you know, and you got to look and see what, what you're going to hit. And I, I just thought that was pretty cool. I also like that you're able to save. Um, it looked like John had saved, I think it was four different Ranger presets. Yep. Because I know that sometimes you can spend a lot of time inside your vault or your weapons collection. Oh, what do I need? Armor. Exactly, exactly. What do I need? What do I this? And I think they also said that you can – you can actually put decals and colorings in your loadout, so that if you, you know, if you sniper with camouflage, for instance, you know, it'll load in versus your Iron Man, um, you know, mod or whatever. So, so that's kind of cool too. Yeah. That was cool that it's it's simple, it's quick, because because what I'm what I'm feeling is that they really want you in the game plan. They want you flying. They want you shooting. They want you using abilities. Um, they don't want a lot of time spent in the fort or in the strider. They want you well, to get I, out and be super heroic. I think because you know you can't change anything once you're there, right? Once you you're in, yeah. Back. Once you're in the world, right? Yeah. Once you're in the world, you have to. If you want to change your weapons or your gear, you have to go back. And so I think they made it so you can say, okay, I'm going to work towards multiple builds. I keep getting this gear, and you can set up a javelin that you're working towards. Mm-hmm. You know, say to do. You know, I'm going to be. You know, all team play here, which is I'm never going to do that, obviously. But, uh, <laughs> but you know, if you're making a support character, if that's your thing, uh, you know. You know, if you're a team player, I guess. But, uh, yeah, Devin, Devin is not. If you haven't caught that by episode 69, Devin is not a team player. He's I, the guy that goes, where are you guys? To an extent. You know, yeah. I'm a team player because I get more than half the kills. So, until until uh, some of us fall off the fall off the cliff, and then Devin goes silent. You know something's wrong when Devin goes silent in the party <laughs> chat, and he's like, "You guys, let's just go, let's just see. just shoot it, just go." But I think you know they're oh, they're making no. it easy, so you can be like, "Okay, this counter 
can't pass it with what we got. So let me go back. I'm going to swap out to my different ranger or whatever. Instead of like having to go through, swap out all my gear and weapons and try and decide, you can already have a preset made and then just swap to that whole set and then take that out and try and see if that works out. Right. So it's a good way for you to work on builds, but also to have stuff ready. So you, okay, we're running with these guys today. This is what I'm going to run. Uh, you know, playing with people who aren't so good, so I need to use this build. Or, um, <laughs> you know, whatever. Nice. Yeah. Pushing the high top-tier difficulties, this is the build I'm using. So, All right, Mike. And I, and I know you just said this in passing that, that they don't want people in the Ford or they don't want people in the Strider. But I know Ash has much to say about spending time in the Ford and in the Strider. So, Ash, um, you got to go to Sweden. You got to spend a lot of time playing the game. It was like 40 hours you got to play, right? Something crazy, ridiculous no. like that. Oh, it no, wasn't that it was long. Uh, really short. <laughs> so one of the things, Ash, that we really like having your perspective on the show because the four of us, um, we really like, you know, Playing the game, getting the loot—that's kind of a big draw for us. JD is more on the likes the loot, also likes the story side. But you—you seen the videos that you've put up? You're very much. I want to care about these people um, before I care about guns. Is that—is that accurate? Uh, so I mean, I've been a Bioware fan for a really long time, and I have a very like strong perspective towards like they are very good at building characters, and they are very good at being, building story. So I prefer that. I mean, for me, it's like, I mean, I like loot. I like all that. I was raised first on first-person shooters rather than RPGs. So, I mean, I have a, I'm confident, very confident at playing these games, like looter shooters and whatnot. But it's like, after the first month, what is there to see whenever you've already finished everything? Do, why should I care as things go on? Which is why I like thought that Bioware is going to do free updates afterwards and they're going to continue the story and all that jazz. So... I mean, yeah, I, I really dig the story and I really wanted to share this different perspective, I guess, uh, compared to a lot of the people who were in Sweden or like at the other events and, you know, that were like, that are all from the Destiny community. There's a ton of game changers that are from the Destiny community. Oh, so, yeah. Yep. Yeah. And they're all mm-hmm. doing like javelin builds and all that. That ain't my jam. <laughs> I'm better off at talking about characters and story. That's my jam. So, so far, cool. is there a character that really stands out to you in Anthem that you're like, well, I love this person. I want to marry this person. Owen. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's a, surprisingly. <laughs> no hesitation. <laughs> wow, that was, no, that no. was a dreamy Owen. <laughs> no, it's, it, it's kind of weird. It's more of a, I consider him more of a, a punky brother than a love interest, I would say. He's more of like a Garrus kind of like uh, endearing character that, yeah. that is next to you. Um, kind of thing and I but he's obviously way younger so that he's kind of like a kid in, in some aspects but he's definitely um, you know I have much love for him I'm trying to think is of he, is he kind of like a like a like a younger more like more impolite Alistair perhaps like Alistair Ooh. at the start of Origins yes I, I it's it's interesting because it's like the thing is that Owen has been just kind of shown off as like really like rambunctious, probably Alistair kind of like funny in in a way. But um, the thing with him though, is that he has a dark humor kind of uh, thing too. So it's like with Owen's like, ha ha ha, all laughs, but you said something and it's like, Oh yeah. Uh, Did I, did I just piss him off? Like he's smiling, but he's angry at me. (laughs) 
Oh, yes. all right, yeah. I, 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 that, I can really get behind that. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. So, so one of the things that, you know, when, since you guys are like longtime Bioware fans, you know, we've been told before, you know, in the beginnings, like there's going to be no romance. And I know that's kind of a big hang up mm-hmm. for a lot of people in the Bioware community. As you've got actual hands on and time spent with the characters, has that, you know, has that lessened the, the, the hit, I guess, um, from losing the, ro- <laughs> the romances? Has spending time <laughs> with the characters. romance char- hit. Yeah, has, has spending time with the characters kind of been like, okay, I, I see where they're going. This is okay. I don't need to, you know, go sleep with an alien, if that makes any sense. I mean, I wouldn't be averse to them having aliens. However, uh, I'm, I'm okay with the whole fact that there's no romance, mainly because I feel like there's way more depth to the characters that they've brought up compared to other Bioware games where you have a lot of surf people that are on the surface versus in this game it's like you have a lot of conversations down the line with them as time goes on so i think they put more into that and i'm okay with not there not being romance at launch <laughs> i'm not counting now i'd appreciate it i appreciate it if they put it back in eventually but i mean yeah. so what, if i can if i can add something to this uh real quick no nope, um, you can't I, 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 <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, Don't listen. Okay. To no. Uh, so, so one of the one of the reasons why, um, especially now that you know we've had more time to kind of like adjust to that fact that there's not going to be any romance. Um, I, I do have to say, and I don't know if Ash will agree with me on this, but um, I, I do feel like this is going to be good for a lot of people because they're going to get the full character, um, and the, like in uh, in Dragon Age and the Mass Effect series. Um, even, um, like, not as much like Knights Healed Republic, but definitely Mass Effect and Dragon Age. Um, there were certain characters who, they were really good characters if you just, you know, if you just had them, like, you didn't romance them, you just had them in the party and everything. But there were also some really good and incredible moments of growth and development and additional quirks of their personality that were only, like, only able to be seen when you romanced, uh, romanced them. You know, like you didn't really get to see a lot of, you know, Jack's softer side in the Mass Effect series. Mm-hmm. She was always just kind of like that, that, that kind of like gruff, like tough individual. You knew that there's a softer side there, but you didn't really get to see it that much unless you romanced her. Uh, Garrus had the whole shy and vulnerable side, despite all this bravado and the Archangel stuff that he had in Mass Effect 2. Um, I know this probably means like nothing to Steve, Devin, and Mike, but... Uh, <laughs> But the whole things that like the Bioware fans out there, they know what I'm talking about. And the whole things that there were parts of characters that was that were locked behind the romance storylines. And some people had some gripes with that because it took away from their characters instead of adding to them. And basically it kind of left a nasty taste in people's mouth in terms of this idea of like these guys weren't fully complete characters without love, which is a thing for another day. But with Anthem and there's no uh, there's no romance. That means all of these like intricacies, the the full depth and complexity of their character is going to be on display without having to worry about any kind of romantic barrier, which I like. I think is actually going to work to the advantage of Bioware, uh, especially with all the new players that are going to come in having never experienced a proper Bioware story before. A proper Bioware. I don't even know what to say, JD. You lost me at Archangel. 
Like <laughs> the gateway drug into getting obsessed with actual Bioware RPG. No, it's okay. Not actual. <laughs> actual Bioware. It's wow. Shots Let's just put it like that. Gateway Bioware drug. Yeah, I can go with that. I so, hope it is. So being out there, Ash was in in Sweden and getting all this footage. Like, what's the one thing that you took away um, that you weren't really expecting before you got out there? I mean, we had tons of videos, we had tons of streams. But before you actually got out there, I mean, what's that one thing that you're like, oh, okay, this is really how this game plays, or this is different than I thought it was going to be? Huh. <laughs> uh, These are all the hard-hitting oh, questions. Yeah. Don't worry, I've got like seven more here. Answer. <laughs> no, it's kind of You can break NDA, that's fine. Oh, no, yeah, no, yeah, no yeah, one will totally stop you fine. there. We'll bleep I'm not going to get a DM after this and be like, you know, I'm You're sorry. Done. <laughs> You're done. Uh, but for me, it was like uh, a lot of us that were there were concentrating on getting the gameplay settled and going through the main quest and all that. Um, me and a couple of people decided to just chill in Fort Tarsus and like go around and talk to people and all that jazz. Because, I mean, obviously story and all that. But the cool thing is that, um, I mean, I knew it going into it, but it was just like Fort Tarsus is just like a really chill uh, you can always find something in a corner. There's always something like hidden away that you didn't realize that you, you know, that this was available until you decide, okay, I'm going to take this alleyway and I'm going to check that out first um, instead of talking to the next quest giver or whatnot. The, I, I feel like Fortarsis really awards people who take their time. And I tried to mention that in my video. Uh, I tried to be like, make sure you take your time between each critical path in order to really get it. Because for me, it was like Fort Tarsus has a lot to offer if you're not rolling right through the main quest. But I have a feeling that a lot of people are just going to dive through it and then come back and be like, okay, I missed a lot of context because I'm getting stuff from before. I'm getting content that should have happened right after, say, the third critical path quest. So, from I don't know. That's that's how I feel about it. So I mean, it's it's very much you know make sure you go through and get all that dialogue because you're right. It it would suck to miss you know a key story point or even if it's not key, it's just kind of the little details that make the game come alive. That you know you might miss that conversation if you just went right to the next story beat instead of going over and talking to, um, shoot, what's the name of the new Sentinel guy that we learned about. Um, Sentinel Bride. Pickle or, Face. Yeah, Sentinel oh, Pickle Face. Um, no, it was one of the pickle new face? ones that they talked to in the... It was during the <laughs> IGN video. No, it's not Pickle Face. Oh. Um, Yamcha. He's got that. He's got <laughs> that super deep. Grizzly. Oh, Gary. Gary Gooney. Gary Gooney? Gary Gooney. No, but, I, but I'm excited I I'm excited to spend more time in Fort Tarsus and learn more about that. IGN put out a Fort Tarsus video. They talked about some of the characters that we'll, that we'll be seeing. They talked about the area opening up as you completed certain story missions. Um, talked about the bar. Um, for a while, we, you know, we didn't know where that bar was. So they talked about the bar and getting information there from a lot of people. They talked about someone getting shot in the face by some poison from some creature. So there's going to be a lot of fun stuff like that. And then there's a radio, you're thinking apparently. Of, you're thinking of Tantooine. Yeah, pretty much. That's, that's what it is. There's going to be a hammerhead dude. There's going to be a dude with a straw for a nose that looks weird. But one thing that did show off in the IGN video, I mean, that one came out like 
a long time ago, so we don't even have to reference it. But they have a radio <laughs> in Fort Tarsus. How do you, yeah. how do you have a radio if there's you don't have like a microchip or a circuit board? I mean, like, what's going on here? Do we have I a mean, mic? Do we have a circuit board? Old school radio. It's Star just Wars like, magic, bro. Star Wars <laughs> magic. But that is pretty pretty much anthem. You just you. It just works. You see it the just, science just, and you just accept it. You don't it just know. works. Don't hey, ask questions. You don't need. Don't ask too many questions. Do not. Don't worry about the man behind the curtain. Fair enough. Yeah. I'm gonna forget but about it's a that. Old radio, so. So yeah. I, I'm excited to go listen to the radio that looked like a tape deck. So one thing that we did get to learn from the IGN <laughs> um, video that they put on on the Fort Tarsus, they went over to the Cypher chair and they actually showed the uh, codex entry for it. I'm just going to keep calling it a codex. I'm not going to call it a cortex. So this answers one of the questions that we have had for a really long time and how ciphers actually communicate with their pilots. So it says under ciphers and amplifiers, the amplifier is a device that extends the range of the ciphers seated in it, which allows them to communicate over a great distance. A lancer must wear a link to maintain contact with the cipher in their amplifier. Each link has a unique identification code that the cipher must know before they can send information. Amplifiers were invented by Corvus for diplomatic purposes and not a technology stolen from Fortuo. So this is information that, you know what, you can't just, if you're a cipher, you can't just pop in on someone that's like eh, taking a shower or doing their business. <laughs> you know, you actually have, they have to have the link and there's an identification code that goes with this. So we were talking about this in our Discord and, you know, what kind of, opportunities Bioware has to use the cipher and the amplifier for like story purposes you know if maybe someone from Corvus actually steals a link and they replace your link with a different cipher so they're directing you down the wrong path or they're trying to direct you into a trap I mean there's a lot of cool things I think that they could do um, with that with that idea so pretty interesting stuff that's a question I had at least anyway so I'm the only one interested in ciphers and amplifier chairs, I take it? Sounds like it. Yeah, yeah, I mean, all right, fair enough. Sounds cool. Sounds like it. Wait, Sounds like it. I like some of the discussion that we had in the Discord about the amplifier chairs. I thought that was pretty awesome, the idea that all it takes is just a code and the enemy could get inside your head. <laughs> like, like that. You mean like, you mean like telemarketers and my phone number? Pretty much. <laughs> That's all it takes. I mean, we, there's there's the scene, there's the the little scene in the uh, this is Anthem video where it, it appears like I'm assuming that it's just somebody playing as a storm, uh, but it looks like you actually like have conversations with the monitor proper, like it it, it looks like you have those face to face like non combat encounters with one of the major villains, and I I think like especially considering that Bioware is very much like a a, a story focused developer, I could see those like things like where they're they're talking to you, they're really trying to like just get to you and your character and just like try to like you know turn you to the dark side if you will, you know just like talking to you the entire time like hey see from my side just and even just having like little ca- casual conversations, like having the slow build up to like trying to bring you down and like maybe even make a different choice in the end, you know, especially since Anthem is still going to be about some degree of choice. So. For anyone who watches this that has played Dragon Age Inquisition, it's similar to how Corypheus would be kind of a condescending dick, but at the <laughs> same time, I really like the monitor, uh, I really can't talk too much about him, but I like the fact that he at least acknowledges your competency compared to other ones where it's like, I'm beyond your reckoning, like Harbinger, like uh, 
Harbinger for Mass Effect or like uh, any of the yeah. other ones where it's like, I am beyond your rec- uh, your understanding. It's like the monitor is yeah. actually, all right, you're a pain. And I get that. At least, you know, whatever. So it's not I, just I, I, you I have potential. Right. I, I feel like there is uh, like just even just off of the little interactions that we've had, I, I feel like there's a good chance that this is going to be um, – a really good villain for Bioware. They haven't had a like really solid villain since maybe Loghain from uh, Dragon Age, and before that it was Saren. But you know they've kind of stumbled on the villain front. But it looks like the Monitor has kind of returned to form in terms of like this is a guy who has a personality, he has some good motivations, and he's going to mess with you in a way that few villains do. Mm-hmm. I like it, and he looks super cool. He's got cool armor, so hopefully it'll turn out. Awesome, and I guess hopefully we kill him. I guess is that something you're supposed to hope for? But I don't know. Anyway, guys, there's (laughs) been a ton of information released this week. I wish we were able to do a deep dive into all of it, but most of it got released today, and we record today, and there's not a lot of time between then and now. So, we'll man, the next time we record, it'll be a day before we actually get the demo. So next Friday, we are going to be playing in the VIP demo, which is pretty exciting. So there'll be a lot of fun stuff after that. So first of all, I would like to thank Ash for returning to the show for the third time. Ash, can, you tell, you, can you tell everyone where they can find all your awesome videos on Anthem and Dragon Age and whatever other games that you play? Yeah, uh, everything... Majority of everything is on YouTube. It's youtube.com slash Lady Insanity. Uh, I also will be and have streamed on Twitch, which is twitch.tv slash A-S-H-E, Ash. Uh, and yeah, pretty much with Anthem, I'm going to be mainly streaming. But I have one more video, at least, coming out on Monday. Uh, Very exciting. Are you, are you streaming the VIP demo also? Yep, that should be the plan. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to be on time on Friday, but I should be streaming at least a bunch of it. Very cool. cool. And Ash, you also do a lot with the Bioware Outpost. Can you uh, explain to our listeners what that is and how they can find it? Well, no. Uh, so the Bioware Outpost, uh, you can actually uh, there's a link to the uh, to get in, uh, the invite link on. BW Outpost on Twitter, or you can go bwoutpost.com. And basically it's just a really chill community of people who um, either create content for Bioware games, not just Anthem, but also Dragon Age, uh, Dragon Age uh, and Mass Effect. And even you have some uh, sort of people and people still play Coder to this day. Um, but yeah, we just chill out and pretty much, you know, talk about Bioware stuff all day. There, there's Very a lot cool. of passionate Bioware fans there. I've, I've gone in there before and I got scared um, just because I'm pretty new to <laughs> Bioware. And there's a lot there's a lot of talk about cheese and eggs. And I don't quite understand. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know if I joined like a breakfast discord or whatever. So I had so there's a lot of fun people in there. Um, so go check it out. And then real quick, um, I'm Baking Brad says radios didn't require uh, chips. We had radios long before we had microchips. So I guess you learned something. I'm not that old. So. So, guys, we're going to end episode 69 before we get into our quiz. We figured that people that if you don't want to stick around for the awesome Harry Potter showdown, then you can bail here. We'll do the outro. But if you want to stick around for that awesome showdown between Ash, Devin, Mike, and eh, JD said he might be there. So, until next time, guys, there's there's a Shaper Storm. We still haven't heard anything about Shaper Storms, but there's one on the horizon. So, we'll see you on the other side. Peace. 
Thanks for listening. You can find us on Twitter at Freelancer Codex, on Facebook at Freelancer Codex, or through email at freelancercodex at gmail.com. Join the Discord through the link provided at freelancercodex.com. Our show will always be free, but if you'd like to send some support, you may do so at patreon.com slash freelancercodex. Our individual Twitter handles are at Stephen Lamson, at mlamson25, at neverfear, and at JD the Joke Dealer. Freelancers, it's time to get to work. It is time to get to work. I forgot the Audible promo. You can go to our website, click on the thing. Click on Invisibility. Um, that's one point for Mike. Yes. Click on Invisibility. All right. So real quick, this I is what that answer coming. This is what we have here. So this is it's really hard to find like good Harry Potter trivia questions because it seems like it's either super easy or super obscure that it's like who would even know who the fourth cousin of Bellatrix Lestrange is? So I went through and I got one, two, three, Wendy. four, five. That's also right. <laughs> so I got five of them that we were going to ask, and you guys are just going to have to buzz in. So for anyone that knows the rules, you guys have to buzz in with your call sign. So Ash, are you still going with your call sign from sure, the last two times? If I remember to say it, yes. <laughs> All right. So Ash is going to be Shepard. Mike, you have a call sign here? Yeah, it'll just be Mike. Oh, that's lame. You can't just do that. I'm not going to let you just say Mike. Gryffindor. That's better. And on theme, one point for Mike for nice. for the RP. Uh, Devin, what are you going to yell out? Chief. Slytherin. Chief. Oh, Slytherin. It is. It's Master Chief Day. It's uh, January seventeenth, one one seven. And then JD, are you going to even try? Are you, you want to try? You can try. You want. You want to have something to yell in? Uh, you know what? Uh, how about just the good old-fashioned Harry Potter? Okay. Um, I'm Bacon Brad Potter. suggested Leviosa. Not so. Leviosa. Oh, le- <laughs> Leviosa. That's, Leviosa. That's, point for, that's point for Ash. <laughs> point for Ash. Point for I'm Bacon Brad. I, I keep trying to say I'm Breaking Bad, but... You know, I guess that's probably the point of the call sign. It's messing me up. All right, question. It's a uh, question number one. Here we go. Um, this one's these are going to start out pretty easy, just so we can get warmed up. Okay, so whoever buzzes in first, <clears throat> question the first. Name the four founders of Hogwarts. Gryffindor. Mike. Godric Gryffindor, Helena Ravenclaw, uh, Salazar Slytherin, and. Lupita Hufflepuff. You are incorrect. <laughs> what is her name? It, would it perhaps be Humperdoo Hufflepuff? No, it's not. You got two Humperdew? of them wrong, by the way. No, you didn't. <laughs> yeah, you did. Well, Anyone else? No, you... I did. I did because Helena's the Helena's the uh, the daughter. You're thinking of Helena Tarsus. Oh. <laughs> um, so, oh, oh, it's it's Rowena. It is, but it's you're... Rowena Waven- Ravenclaw and what's oh the come on, this this one's got to be easy here. I thought I figured you guys would jump Herbert? on this super fast. Shut, Holly. Go Shut ahead, me. Ash. Yeah, Helga. Wait, is it no Helga? Helga. Why do I think it was Helga? Ja, it's Helga. I'm just gonna stop right there. Never mind. It, it, it actually is Helga Hufflepuff. Are you serious? Oh god. No, false. No, it's ja, Helga Hufflepuff. Helga. So, so I, I get so I get three quarters of a point, and Ash gets a quarter of a point. 
I'm down with that. Okay, can, can gonna, we go with points? I'm gonna go point two five for Ash, and then point seven five for Mike. Devin, yeah. where were you on wow. that? I don't know their first names. Okay, fair enough. All right, did you one. know their last names? Yes, I, I don't know things. Okay, question number two: What is the name of Fred and George's joke shop? Shepherd. Ash. Wheezy's wizarding. Oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that, is like, uh, that, that is incorrect. That is incorrect. That is incorrect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, don't, I, don't I was just there. Call. I went to Universal. I was there not too long ago. I have to oh, write down a timestamp for the first time in 69 episodes, Ash. <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> it wasn't me. Guys, it wasn't me that did it. Um, did, did you? Uh, were you close? You want? I'll give you. I'll give you a five seconds here. You can do it. It's like Weasley's Wizarding World. Uh, oh, I, <laughs> I have to do it again, Ash. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I, obviously, I'm really bad with swear words. <laughs> Chief. Oh, Devin. One day I'll remember not to say it. <laughs> Weasley's Wizarding. Uh, wheezes. There you go. One point for Devin. No, he was still going. He was still going. That's, there was that's, that's, more. that's it. There's no more. There's no more to it. What's happening over there, Ash? Uh, the competition heating up there? <laughs> I need more water. Devin takes the lead with a full, oh, with a full point with one point. You take the lead with one uh, point. You, like, I, I, I don't even stand a chance. I was going to say hashtag twinning. Winning. Uh, That's all I got. Whoever's knocking on their door, stop it. Okay, this is the third question. So this, so this question. um, (laughs) I got the hiccups. Steven's so salty right now. Salty Steve. This is is bad when I get the hiccups. Okay, I'm gonna hold it together. No, I can't. It's bad. Okay, so I will take I will take the last name. I don't need the middle name of uh, the first name of this person because I don't even know who would know this. So, question the third: What is Thank the you. name of the Hogwarts history of magic teacher? Uh, Shepherd. Ash. Bethilda Bagshot. No. What? Gryffindor. Mike. It's Minerva. Mag- no, wait, no, 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 no. Taking that back. Wait, he, Hogwarts he, history, right? So she she wrote the book Hogwarts of History, but the teacher of the class is the teacher of the class at school oh. is um is um I was gonna say McGonagall, but she teaches um, transfiguration. transfiguration. I don't I don't know. I totally do not hear the question right. <laughs> I will read it again. What is the name of the Hogwarts history of magic teacher? Devin, you have a guess? This is he's a ghost. And he's a dead ghost too. Oh, come on, you can't give him that, because now I know who it is. I have no idea. Harry Potter. J <laughs> JD, I forgot you were playing this game. It's not Headless Nick, is it? No. Nearly Headless no. Nick is not the teacher of a history of magic. Okay. Anyone? I will. I will give. I will award points if Asher, Mike, you guys got this. I don't think I have it. I don't remember it. Because, no, wait, uh, wait, wait. No, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna take a guess and say it's the. Uh, it's the. Uh, 
Wait for it. Wait for it. Is it is it Rowena Ra- 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 Is it Rowena no, Ravenclaw? Raven- it's not. It is. It is Professor Bins. I never would have come up with that one. Uh, what is he? Is he the yeah. only ghost with a proper last name? Because I was just thinking they all have nicknames aside from the Professor Ghost guy. I mean, there's also the daughter of Ravenclaw. I mean, of Rowena. She technically. Oh, what was it? Oh Helena. no, she was called the Grey Lady, but she had a real yeah. name. She had a real name. She, yeah, it was like yeah, nearly, she's yeah, Helena. Like nearly headless Nick, and then what? Moaning Myrtle. And <laughs> so then it's like all of a sudden, Professor Bins. Yeah, so Devin is Myrtle still. Was a student. Yeah, Devin yeah, is yeah, still we know. in the lead Ask with the one. Okay, Ask the question. question number four, <laughs> and then we have a special bonus question from Chad also. But you guys can see that. So anyway, question number five. Yeah. This one, this one, you guys should know. I hope. Like you said it was four. Question four: The Basilisk in Chamber of Secrets um, will only flee from what? Chief. I heard Devin. You did not. Phoenix. I did. I did. That's False. incorrect. False. Gryffindor. Mike. Spiders flee before it. No. A basilisk Spiders. will flee from the what? Basilisk. Spiders. No. That is incorrect. The spiders it is not flee. incorrect. The, it is no. The spiders flee from the basilisk. The question is, the basilisk oh, in Chamber of Secrets will flee from what? Ash, you have a chance to steal this because Mike's. You're saying idiot. the uh, phoenix wasn't the correct answer. That is incorrect. It was not. The phoenix just pecked its eyes out. Like I this. mean, honestly, the only. I mean, the basilisk. Oh God. Harry says this line remember. at the end when he's like, "It all fits." Ron, you're doing it wrong. Spiders flee before it. She said. <laughs> bagpipe music. <laughs> I'm baking brats as it flees from bagpipe, bagpipe music. No, the, it is nice. the crowing of a rooster. Oh. And that's why all the roosters were dying in Chamber of Secrets because Jenny was killing them. Oh, Jenny. I forgot how dark that got. Oh, yeah. oh man. I, I don't think I ever really remembered that detail. I if think I just like group? put it at the back of my head because I like Jamie a lot. <laughs> if if Devin wins like, this with one point, I'm going to be stop super. It, stop okay, it. fifth question. You guys fifth, embarrassed. fifth question. <laughs> I, oh man! So this this question, there's actually three answers, but only two of them are written. One of them was given later by um, Rowling. So if you get that question, I'll give you bonus. If you get the third one, I'll give you bonus points. But it's ridiculous. So question number five. When Hermione smells the love potion, she lists two things before stopping. What are they? Gryffindor. Mike. Uh, Freshly cut grass, parchment paper. And the third one was actually um, Ron's toothpaste. Um, I will give you the first two because those are correct. The third one was actually um, Ron's hair, according to Rowling. But you know, Ron's hair. I was going to say hair. It was another one that had toothpaste. I forget who, but that was someone else. So uh, Hermione, that was actually, Ginny, wasn't it? Hermione actually mentioned that in the movie, toothpaste because her parents are dentists. So that's uh, where that came from. Oh, really? It's different from the movie in the book. I think yeah. it is. I would have figured that would have been the, that would have been the be. same. I think it is. All right. We're yeah. going to give Mike a point for that because he got the first two. Um, Devin, guess what? You're not winning now. And <laughs> Devin is down by uh, 0.75. You win by 0.75. <laughs> hey, winning is winning. So I will, I will get you a Doesn't bonus question from chat. So this is from Killadrone. So this will be a bonus for for you guys if you can get this. This should be Has easy. Has anybody seen it though? I don't know. Have you guys, have you guys been reading chat? 
haven't not okay. last since we started this. So the question okay. is, can you name all the teachers of the dark arts? That's Gryffindor. So hard. Uh, Mike, go for it. Okay, so we start with Quirrell. Okay. Professor Quirrell. Um, year two, it was... I should um, look up a list and make sure you're not lying. I'm not lying. So the first one He's was Quirrell. He's the first one. Um, year two... Oh, shoot. Year two, I'm drawing a blank. Wait for it. Yeah, so uh, no, no, no. Year, year, two is, year two is Gilderoy Lockhart. Mm-hmm. Year three is Remus Lupin. Year four is... Matt I. Moody. Year five is Dolores Umbridge. Um, year six is uh, Professor is Severus Snape. And year seven are the are the brother and sister the uh, the uh, Cowls ca- the the Carols car- car- Carols. It's the uh, Carols. The Carols. Technically, it wasn't it. Br- <laughs> Moody. It was Barty Crouch. It was Barty Crouch. Junior. So you got that wrong. Junior. So due to to technicality, Mike, you got that incorrect. So (laughs) due to it, I still won. It's true, you still won. But come on, I got him. David Tennant and this David Tennant. I knew who it was. (laughs) Wrong, still wrong, Mike. Okay. (laughs) What? So so that's 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 all of them that I got. I mean, that I I thought you guys would do, man. I'm gonna have to go through like the um, the BuzzFeed <laughs> quiz for you guys. I'll go to the BuzzFeed. Like, which professor are you? Do you oh, like God. Do you like math? Uh, there's uh, professors in this movie. But I think, guys, since that is the end of the quiz, and Mike has been crowned champion of all things Hogwarts, I think we'll just end mm-hmm. the show there because that was exciting. And now we're gonna go back and we'll do some editing. And Ash, thanks for hanging out with us. It was a lot of fun. Uh, you're welcome to come me. back anytime. Sorry about the story. And, and thanks for giving us the reason <laughs> to go back and do the editing. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it is not a big deal. I'll just make you say something funny or something. I'll add. Uh, so the last time you were on, no, the first time you were on, I kept this out from you. So now I can just. <laughs> <laughs> so now I can just add another one. So you're you'll be on the voice. Two more. The soundboard twice. <laughs> so. it, it, it's okay. Yeah, she keeps embarrassing clips of all of us. <laughs> There have, been none made there have been none made about me. Let's see. Here's one from Mike. Human after all. I'm only human. <laughs> no, this one's better from Mike. Right here. <laughs> Devin gets added in there also. <laughs> and Devin gets added in. But Devin's laugh, you could you could like swap in Devin's laugh at any time, and it sounds exactly like this every time. That's just like that's just like Devin's laugh, no matter what. So, it's good stuff. Well, until next time, freelancers. The, hey, hang on, I was going to oh, say something. Go we ahead. appreciate everybody on Twitch who stuck with us. Appreciate mixer, you. It, you it's Mixer, but whatever. Oh, I mean, no, I said Mixer. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you said Twitch. Whatever. Appreciate those Mike's people new too. To the streaming game. I am new to the streaming. This live thing has really messed me up. <laughs> we we've been we've gone live before like every other time. I don't know why this would mess you up any differently. You're like he just didn't know we were. I live. just didn't know we were live. <laughs> we've been we've been on Mixer the whole time. <laughs> oh man! Anyway. Have we really? No. <laughs> oh, this is a test. Oh, we forgot to mention the thing, Devin. F. Yes. 
Okay. Next time, it's we'll okay. mention it later. All right. Until next time, see y'all later. Bye. Peace. Bye-bye. Bye bye.